0: In today's very special Christmas episode of the Pastor Brad Rocks podcast, I think this is the greatest uh, holiday on the calendar, the, the celebration of God's great gift to us of His Son of a savior, the redeemer, the messiah. This is so cool. So we're gonna be talking about a passage from Galatians chapter four, where Paul tells us that at the right time, when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son to be our savior. It's gonna rock you up, man, it's gonna bless you. I also just happened to have a brand new Christmas metal album called Have a Metal Christmas uh, released this Christmas. So over the next couple weeks, I'm gonna play all the music. From that album Uh, So there's going to be two songs in every episode It's going to be awesome You're going to be blessed We're going to rock Dude, what more can you ask for? I'm so glad you're here Uh, As I I say often, it's not by accident I believe God has some awesome things to say to you today in this episode And I'm ready, are you? Alright man, let's do it Amen. Merry Christmas. Pastor Brad here, your online Jesus-loving 80s Christian medal. Pastor. Thank you so much for joining me for this very special Christmas edition of the Pastor Brad Rocks podcast. Wherever you happen to be listening to this, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you're enjoying these podcasts, whatever platform you happen to be on, if there's an opportunity to leave a comment or give a thumbs up or share it, really would appreciate it if you would do that for me, man. That'll help the show to grow. Help us reach out to some more classic metal fans and share the good news about Jesus with them, man. And now let's move on. To the point of today's episode. Like I said in the intro, we're going to be looking at a passage in Galatians chapter four that talks about the fact that when the proper time, when the fullness of time had come, God sent us the greatest gift ever, the gift of his son Jesus to be our savior. And then, and I'm super excited about this part of the Christmas episodes here, I get to share every single song from my brand new Christmas metal album called Have a Metal Christmas. Okay, I'm going to share two songs in every episode. Now, you may or you may not know this. I've got three Christmas albums out now. This is crazy. In 2009, with the help of Rocks Records, I put out my first Christmas album. It was called Christmas Shred. It was a collection of nine classic Christmas songs done instrumental hard rock style, and uh, that's become an annual part of my Christmas celebration, man. It blows up every year on YouTube. It's It's been very, very fun, have that out there for some years now and then last year I put out a different kind of Christmas album I wanted to really dig into the text of the Gospels and the stories surrounding the birth of Jesus and so I looked at every one of them and I wrote songs about all of those events of the birth of of the Christ uh, in a metal style and uh, came out with that, and that's called One Holy Night, okay? Man, check that out. It's it's a very, I think that would be a really cool part of the Christmas celebration, because not only do you jam, but you walk through the gospel's accounts of the birth of Christ. Very cool. This year, I just wanted to kind of go back to the classmas, or classic, classmic, classmic, I guess that's like classic and Christmas together. <laughs> now, we to go back to the classmate Christmas songs. So I picked 10 of my favorites, and I did 80s metal versions of them. These are songs that, that if you've ever gone caroling, you've probably sung most of these. I know you've sung this, this next one, if you've ever gone caroling. It's track number one from Have a Metal Christmas. I hope you love it, man. It's called We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> Galatians chapter four, verse four. But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption to sonship. So here in Galatians chapter four, verse four, the opening to this verse reads, but when the set time, so God had a set time, okay? When that set time had fully come, when everything was in place. Now listen, let's talk about time for a minute. God doesn't live in time, God created time. He cut a little nick out of eternity and he called it time. So he's not confined by it, he's not limited by time. Throughout the scriptures he would appear to people and say, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, not I was or I will be, I am. God sees the end of all things from the beginning. It's how he can write the end of the book before we get there, right? Revelation. We already know we win. The, the ending of the story's already been written. God sees the whole thing from from His perspective. It's 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 awesome. It's mind blowing. Ephesians chapter two verse ten. God makes this awesome promise to us. He says that we were created anew at our new birth when God recreated us. He made us new in Christ, and we were created anew in Christ to do good works. OK, now listen to this, that he prepared in advance for us to do. How can he do that? Well, he can do that because he sees the end from the beginning. He already knows everything. And he's sovereignly working in our lives to bring about the good in our lives that he created us for and, and, and for his glory. God's not confined by time, but he does work in time. He designed time to be linear. In other words, it's it's moving in a direction. It's designed to have a past, a present, and a future. God is always moving towards something. He's moving towards something with your life. He's moving toward uh, something with the fulfillment of, of history. He's moving toward the return of Christ, ultimately. From Genesis 3.15 forward, God's plan began to be unfolded. Now, Genesis 3.15 is is the moment where God confronted Adam and Eve and the serpent in the garden, and he made a promise that through Eve, through the seed of the woman, a messiah would come, and he would crush the head of Satan even though he would strike his heel. That was the first announcement of of the plan to bring a redeemer. From that moment forward, God began to work all the way through the Old Testament story. He began to reveal to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and the patriarchs and then through the prophets and, and all the people through the Old Testament. He began to reveal his nature, who he was. He, he revealed his law, exposing our need. You see, the law was never meant to be this list of things that you try to keep and earn God's favor. It was given, Paul tells us in Romans chapter five, to expose our sinfulness and to show us that God is perfectly holy, we're not, and we need his grace. But he began to reveal and help us to see those things. He taught us about the role of a priest. He instituted the role of the priesthood in the Old Testament, not arbitrarily, but to set the stage for the coming of Christ, who would be the great priest. Priests are intercessors. Priests go between God and man, and they offer the sacrifice. He taught them about sacrifice. That, that there had. Okay, he said, look, you deserve to die. You deserve death for your sin, because God's holiness requires death for sin. But because God is good and gracious, he in the Old Testament he said, you can, you can let this animal shed its blood and that will not atone, not pay for, but 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 it will cover your sin for now. It was all kind of rolling forward to the time of Christ when he would ultimately be the once for all sacrifice. So anyway, God is He's giving the priesthood. He's giving the sacrifice. He's teaching the people about the importance of those things uh, in their relationship with God. And then as it gets closer to the time of Christ, God begins to orchestrate history. He brings about Alexander the Great who conquers all of the known world in that time and brings the Greek language. Did you know that when, when Christ was born, there were lots of languages, but everybody spoke Koine Greek, which was street language Greek, okay? Everybody kind of, at least in a broken way, they could kind of understand it. There was this universal way of communicating that everyone could understand. That wasn't by accident then politically God orchestrates and allows Rome to rise up and conquer Alexander the Great and they they actually rule over the whole world and they build this amazing road system so that travel is possible all over the world and and even ships that would sail across all the various uh, to all the various ports across and around that part of the world so that the gospel could actually be transmitted and shared Oh man, the the missionaries used this system like crazy. The Romans brought a sense of, it's called Pax Romana, the peace of Rome. Uh, They actually made travel relatively safe in that day. God is working through all of this, and then spiritually. Oh, we don't have time to go into all of it. But at this point in history, when when it came time for Christ to come into the world, the Israelites had been through exile for for 70 years. And and during that time, they they had been slaves over in Babylon and in Persia. And they developed something called the synagogue, during that time because they couldn't worship at the temple and so they had to find a new way to to continue to pass on the faith. They created synagogue. They brought that back home with them and so all these Israelites are studying the scriptures on Sabbath in the synagogue. It was a perfect setup for missionaries who would then take the gospel after the Great Commission was given, after Christ was raised, and they would go to these synagogues and declare to people who already believed the scripture, who were already looking for Messiah, they would declare, he's come. Everything was set up. And not only that, but he had allowed the the religious leaders of the day to become so just hypocritical and broken and pompous that the people were yearning for what was real. They were hungry for what was real. And so now when God had fully orchestrated all of these elements of history, God sent his son to be the great, the great high priest to come and be the once for all time Lamb of God to be that sacrifice for us. And he was born into the world on that first Christmas and laid in that manger, man. We've got so much more to talk about as we go through this passage in Galatians 4. We are just getting started. But wow, I mean, I just, I never cease to be amazed when I think about the orchestrating hands, the providential hand of God working to bring about his eternal purposes in history just awesome. And he did it for you and me. He did it because he loves us. Sent his son, man. Okay. So anyway, we will get into more of that in the next uh, couple of episodes. So be sure to tune into that. But right now I'm ready, man. I am ready to get into track number two from Have a Metal Christmas. This is my 80s metal rendition of the classic, the classic Christmas song, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. Enjoy. Whoa! thanks so much for hanging out with me on this podcast. I hope you really enjoyed it, and I hope it totally rocked you up for Jesus. As we wrap things up here, let me quickly say, if you dig what I'm doing, man, and you're blessed by the music, the podcast, the teaching videos, etc., and you want to support this ministry, this mission to reach classic metal heads for Jesus, I want to invite you to head over to my Patreon page and learn how you're just Couple dollars a month will make a huge difference in this ministry, and also about some amazing exclusive benefits that you'll receive in exchange for your support. The link to my Patreon page will be at the very top of the show notes, so head over there, check it out, learn about it, pray about it, and whatever you decide, man, God bless you. And thanks for being part of the Pastor Brad Rocks family, man. Remember to like, share, subscribe, leave comments—all those things that helps the show to grow. Really appreciate it. Stop by PastorBradRocks.net sometime. Over there, you can learn all about the ministry, the music. some free uh, music, downloads, all kind of cool stuff. Also, if you're interested in following Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, best decision you'll ever, ever, ever make, promise bar none. You can learn about that over at pastorbradrocks.net as well, or leave a comment here. I'll get back with you. Shoot me an email at pastorbrad at aol.com. Yes, I still use AOL. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with me, man. Until next time, keep your eyes on Jesus. God bless you. Pastor Brad, out.